Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. So, in the post COVID era, leaders and organisations around the world are increasingly recognising the value that coaching can add to improve company productivity and indeed performance. But in the competitive field where each coach expert presents their unique approach, is there a place for some magic? Uh, Rosie Nice, she's a coach, a coach, a founder of ESP Training, and she's author of the book, The Magic Happens in the Silence, A Guide to Reflective Coaching. And Rosie joins me now. How are you, Rosie? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, thank Ta- you for inviting me. Not at all, and lovely to meet you and talk to you indeed. Firstly, you might help us by starting with your definition of coaching, Rosie. Uh, what is it and how does coaching, the general definition, how is it different to reflective coaching? Yeah, certainly. Uh, there are lots of definitions of coaching out there and every coach defines it slightly differently. But my favourite definition of a coach is very simple. Um, A coach is a thinking partner. So a coach is there to stimulate your thinking, to ask you questions, to prompt you, to help you straighten out your thoughts. So it can be really powerful to have somebody leading you through a structured thought process and helping you reflect on your actions, your experiences, questioning your assumptions, uh, challenging you to articulate your ideas. Uh, And that can be very powerful. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that because... Ultimately, you are responsible for your own destiny and what you choose to do. But you're very right in saying that if you've got somebody who can bring, who can make you bring the best out in yourself, that's the sweet spot that you're looking for. And even your definition there of a thinking partner, I think, is a very good one. Um, you say that good coaching brings out the best in people. Does it allow people then achieve Uh, their real potential? Would that be a definition of success of positive coaching? I think it absolutely would be. One of the um, ideas, the premises of coaching is that everybody is resourceful and we have the ideas inside us. But sometimes our thoughts get tangled up. Sometimes we don't have enough clarity. Um, So the coach helps out bring bring answers out that are already in you. Um, and it helps you understand and reach your full potential. So reflective coaching is about helping people be the best that they can be. So reflective coaching is about looking in the mirror and a metaphorical mirror and thinking about the life that we see reflected back at us professionally and personally. So it's about helping people consider what's going well, what am I pleased with, what am I proud of, what am I grateful for? Uh, And I think it is important to acknowledge and celebrate all the things which we are pleased and proud of, because it is easy to be self-critical. But it's also about helping people consider what's not going so well. Are there some things I'd like to change and improve going forward and create a vision of the future that we would then help people put some plans in place to help them achieve uh, the aspirations that they would like to achieve in the future? So what you're saying then, Rosie, is that one should have a look at oneself in the mirror in both a positive and uh, maybe improving way, uh, not to use the word negative, but that you would have a, a sort of a holistic look at yourself and what you want to do in life, where you want to go, what you want to achieve, and just have a, maybe a, a kind of taking stock of oneself and then maybe from that uh, embark on the relative coaching partner 
because um, would I be right in saying that depending on your personality, depending on what you want, depending on who and what you are, maybe different coaching styles would, would suit different people? Yes, absolutely. Um, that's very true. So when you are looking for a coach, it's very common to have what we call a chemistry session or a discovery session um, with different coaches because you have to have that connection, that understanding. Um, and so there will be a good coach for each individual. Um, and, and so we ask, you know, we, we encourage our coaches to be really authentic and they, you will connect with the people who you are um, best placed to serve and to support and help. Okay. Absolutely. Can I ask you another question, Rosie? And this is around individual coaching versus team coaching. So if you're my coach and, you know, we're, we're agreeing what my goals and ambitions are and you're helping me to achieve those, how does it work then with the team of people that I work with? Or how do you, how do you widen up the, 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 the actual experience so that, that, you know, that my goals and achievements, that they fit properly within the people that I work with? Yeah, I think absolutely. It, it is really important to be integrated if we're coaching in the workplace. So we do offer one-to-one coaching for individuals, but we also facilitate team coaching sessions. And that can be really powerful. It's about sharing everybody's learning. Um, And so we will create a contract within a group so people can feel that it's a safe space that they can talk openly in. Um, And people will bring issues and challenges to a group scenario. And the group will coach the individual again with that, um, that belief that the answers to their challenges are within them. But the group will help the individual work the solutions out for themselves and everybody learns from the individual challenges of the people in the group and it's about collective learning and people learning together and it can be really powerful and very supportive particularly in this post-covid working environment where so many more people are working at home and you lose that chit chat in the office where people pick up tips and, and share challenges when they're making a coffee. Um, and so we have to be a bit, bit more mindful about bringing people together to share their learning. Okay. And finally, can I ask you about, I suppose, the old era of control and command is gone. We're now talk about empowerment and that empowering people and allowing everybody to reach their full potential. Like there's a lot of talk about that, but are we, we've a long way to go there, do we not, collectively? Uh, yes, I think organizations differ a lot, but I think the generation entering the workforce now are very focused on their learning and development. And mm. the idea of a job for life is no longer what it used to be. So people are very focused about developing their skills um, and learning as much as they can. So there are very tangible um, business benefits to helping people feel empowered and to reach their potential and to develop their skills. It's better for business. Attrition, turnover tends to drop. Motivation increases. Productivity increases. So actually, it's great for the individuals and it's also great for the business as well. Win-win. That's what we love to hear. Absolutely. Rosie Nice, coach, founder of ESB Training and author indeed. Thanks for joining us today. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.